This is the global frequency. This is the global frequency. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your patience once again. I'm almost getting these launches off to a perfect start. But as always, it takes a bit of effort. But it's that time of the evening again. We're made it, we're here for the latest edition of what will, at some point in the next six months, if it's not already, the world's greatest podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Global Frequency. My name is CJ. I am never alone in my need to converse and talk. I'm joined by two... Well, I can only describe as two amazing individuals who love to at least keep my feet to the ground and talk me from an alleged of which we can always and sometimes regularly go down. Welcome to the show, TC. How are you? Not bad, mate. How are you? Nice to be here. To I'm, be here, I'm nice. Okay, I'm, I'm all right. Um, I'm literally. Um, I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm literally in. In. A, I'm in a good mood. It's been an interesting week. It finally feels like things are changing. I don't know if they're changing for the positive um, in the sense that people are, are, are happier, but people seem to um, be finally seeing certain people for the way they should see them. And the, uh, the honeymoon period's definitely over for a certain, a certain <laughs> leader um, that we all know and so many people seem to love. Um which I find strange, but yeah. Apart from that, it's been it's been a really interesting interesting week. Um, I, I I can't say I'm not impressed, and by that I mean uh, everything that's happening with Boris. But there we are. It's it's been a wild rollercoaster of a ride. Um, but I'm also joined by a, another colleague of ours. He's, he's I think it's second. It'll be second time sort of in the show. But I think I'd like to consider yeah. this his his um his first time. Um, Daniel, can you hear us? Hello, Curtis. How are you? Um, I'm all can right. I'm chilling. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm good. Thanks for having us, and 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 for you, Tony, as well. Thanks for having us. Um, oh, thank you for coming. My, it's, thank you. Honestly, it's, it's nice. My second was it? Uh, my it second. You're right. Second. You're right, Kurt. My second but first debut. Like <laughs> back to the show. So thanks for having me back. Um, and hopefully we can have a good few conversations and discussions tonight. Mm. For good. Pumped up, bit nervous, but ready for it. So, um, yeah, man, why not? Let's do this. I feel, yeah, I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> um, good. It's nice to have you. Well, it's been one of those strange weeks. It's 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 been a long week. It's been a really really strange week. And I have to say, I didn't think we'd be here at this point because from what I I could see. People wouldn't be fed up of, of little Boris, but he's not the only one in the world's fed up of. Um, across literally on the opposite side of the world, Australia, they seem to have had enough of um, a certain tennis player. Now, this has been rolling on for ages, but it took another turn, I think, yesterday or today, with uh, Novak Djokovic, who had been in um, Djokovic. Djok- yeah, Djokovic. No vaccine, Djokovic. No, va- I, no vaccine, Dick. 
<laughs> but um, yeah. allegedly, other, look, I, I, I've, I love Australia. I do actually love Australia. I think Australia is a great place. Um, it's beautiful, but also deadly. Like some, Animous. like certain ex-girlfriends. But it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's like it's one of those places where I I I love visiting. Um, even though I know take a wrong step and I'm I'm dead. Um, but sit on the wrong toilet. <laughs> <laughs> don't check the toilet before you sit down any number of things could yeah, take wow. that, that thing we call life when you're in Australia but um, apart from all the weirdness that's going on out there um, Novak, basically he 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 was in um, isolation for a couple of weeks in a hotel which the Daily Mail kept calling a refugee hotel but it was just a hotel <laughs> um, and he he was wanted to play in the Australian Open. He was being extremely arrogant about the whole thing. I think some of the press have been like, oh, it's about freedom and rights, blah, blah, blah. But it seems he lied about um, even when he had COVID or what he did about it when he had COVID. He was being incredibly arrogant and it turned sort of the diplomatic thing because the country is from Serbia, isn't it? Serbia. Yeah. Um, the take-up of the vaccine has been really low out there. Um, and he's one of the people that refused to take the vaccine, or was very blasé about it. He got released. He was meant to play in the Australian Open. He's now getting deported. Yep. He's been deported. Has he actually been physically deported? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's now been deported. He won't be playing in the Australian Open. And as much as I... I, And and his um, visa's been banned for three years. He's been banned from the country for three years. Oh, brilliant. So he can't defend his title for the next three years. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's really... Well, I, I, Thirty-eight I, I, by the time he can play again. Yeah, no, thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. <clears throat> so, well, so, how old was Becker? Well, how old was Becker till he retired? Oh, yeah. probably, probably thirty-five. Yeah. Oh, right. Mm. But, um, what's yeah. his name? Federer was forty. Was Federer still playing? But he what? Federer, like, he's still playing, but he's in his forties. Um, like, and Nadal's like thirty-nine, thirty-eight, thirty-nine. Oh, right. So, Nadal, so let's double check. Let's double check that, Dan. Yeah, go on, good on you, Tone. So, so Djokovic has got. So after this ban, like this is where it shows about the the scandalness between the, the the government, the prime minister, and the the tennis association there, because mm. all three of them didn't know what, when, how, or who to talk to. The no communication. I, um, I think I think the situation was a lot simpler than that. I think that they thought because he was a tennis star, and he yeah. thought because he was a tennis star. That the rules wouldn't apply to him. That's right. Yeah, but didn't, he, didn't he tell them from day one? I have like before the Australian Open, he told mm. them all, I, I, "I'm not up for these vaccines. I don't like these vaccines. I'm not taking the vaccine. I haven't taken it." And he still I, got I to don't think he sent them official documents saying that. I think it was just something oh, that right. was out there in the press. They, um, they have a thing. They have a thing in Australia where if you. Um, have been if you've had COVID in the last three months, mm. means you'll have antibodies against against COVID. You can come into the country. The thing is, he hasn't had COVID for the last eighteen months, uh, and he didn't state he didn't state that he had COVID in December. Only when it got pulled up did he state that he had COVID in December. And there was and, evidence that he didn't. And there's evidence that he didn't. Also, in Australia, you'll not have to declare if you've been to another country before you go directly to Australia. Mm. And he'd been in Spain. He'd been in Malaga, like literally the week before, two weeks before he travelled out. Oh, so right, he, then. he lied well. on the form as well. Or what? whether he lied or not is a different thing altogether. But the people who do it for him, because he's not doing it himself, have obviously yeah. not put the full information on there. So mm. that's 
one of the reasons. And plus, you've got to remember that in Australia, they've got the like some of the strictest yeah. COVID rules getting in. Yeah. There are people in this country that my other half works with who have not been able to go home to see their families in, uh, in Australia for the last two and a half years because they can't afford the the quarantine period in a hotel mm. and they can't afford to take the time off. Yeah. So so he just waltzes in, I can do whatever I want. And also there's an election coming up in um in Australia and the government would not look good if they let one person jump over the rules. Mm. Right. Gotcha then. Do you know it makes sense then because um I was watching this my mate telling me as well that Daniel Ricardo, the Formula One driver, he yeah. hasn't been able to like with your your wife, sister, and all friends like that, not being able to travel because they just can't get the time off and they just can't fit in. Like, so um, Djokovic shouldn't think he can actually waltz in and think mm. everything should work for him because he is who he is or he's the main man of tennis and that. Um, that disrespect of tennis, I think, is whether it is or not, because as you say, it weren't him that done the forms. Yeah. Well, I think um, I think you've got to remember that in Serbia, where he is from, he's basically a god. He can do whatever he wants. Oh right. And obviously, he's gone to Australia thinking he can do whatever he wants, and he can't. And I hope that he can't get into the French Open, and also hope that he can't get into Wimbledon. I hope that he like literally. Then? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because he's he's not above the law or the law the law of the land. So whichever land he goes to. But he can't just waltz in and be all right. You know what I mean? Well, I, I just think it's a good. I think it's it's Australia. I, I don't approve how they treat uh, foreigners, especially refugees in general. Uh, I, I do think it's quite disgraceful. But um, pat on the back. Sorry, pat on the back for this one. Um, no, well, he needed to go. He was out of order. And quite honestly, this epidemic's going to keep going as long as we have to deal with people who are quite happy to flaunt the rules. Well, mate, um, they've got control over their own borders, haven't they? Although yeah. Nigel Farage said uh, that, you know, what was Australia doing? That, you know, he made a big fuss about Australia not letting in Novak Djokovic. Well, Nigel's um, always there when a white guy's in trouble abroad, isn't but, he? But, <laughs> but, but, but you know what I mean? That goes, he wanted control over the UK's borders. Yeah. And got shit. Um, well, I guess as well, like with all the, you know, with disease control and whatnot, Australia's always had through. Do you know what I mean? I guess it's understandable why they're half strict in a way. Oh, oh yeah. I, I think partly it's to protect the environment, partly it's white supremacy, um, and yeah. partly it's just that it's a small, I think it's a population of like 20 million people, Australia. All living um, on the coast, basically. Yeah. And, uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, they're, they're worried about resources and stuff like that. But it's also on the butt of the world. It, you know, it's 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 somewhere that if anybody wants to go to, even if the closest country is to Australia, it's a mission. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that at the end of the day, I, I think they got this one right. At least they're being consistent. I That's guess. exactly right. But I, 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 I still disapprove very much of the way they treat them. Um, so what, you don't kids. think this has got nothing to do with, like, trying to, how can I put it, <clears throat> push the... Push COVID, do you know what I mean? Um, trying to let people know we this variant is serious. We have to all get vaccinated. Oh, no, do you know I, don't, what I, mean? I don't think it's anything to do with the variant. Uh-huh. I think it's I think it's honestly more to do with the fact that at the end of the day, the Australians have strict rules on who and how people can enter the country generally, and what you can bring into the country. And Djokovic probably would have been allowed to stay if he was honest from the get go. Um, but he. he he wasn't. He lied and lied and lied. And well, they say, 
there was 20 other six tennis players mm. that had the same excuse as him, but mm. he was the only one that got pulled up for it. Who's mm. I, don't, I don't know about that. But, but, no, well, yeah, but no one's released these other 26 athletes well, or tennis players. Dan, without being rude, how do we know about them? And and that and that's what I would like. Yeah. No, no. I how do you how that. do you how do you know that there are twenty six players that have got the same excuse? I've got given the okay. Wicked. And they, this is Djokovic's people saying that. What I'm saying is that. Well, that's that's even better because that that even sounds more like bullshit than. Right. Wicked. As in, then. As, in, as in because obviously they're trying to make excuses now. Yeah. Pretty much. There was one other unvaccinated player who was at the same time as Djokovic, a female um, tennis player, mm. and she got deported the first round. Oh, she, right. she got deported immediately. There was oh, no okay, so, the, so they can say what they want, but pretty much everybody on that tour is vaccinated. Well, uh, okie dokie then. Right, gotcha. Because I couldn't find it anywhere, these other people. And, uh, yeah, and, and when they were saying it, he's the only standout case that's yeah, not being vaccinated and that's not willing to... There are a lot of um, athletes in other sports that are refusing to take it. Yeah, But just like Novak, IQ isn't a strong point for them. So I'm, you know, most of the big names have gotten the jab, whether it's LeBron, Serena Williams, um, even Tom Brady um, has managed to get it. There are some athletes who haven't, but nowhere near, like you wouldn't do that to get into a... Um... I, th- I think some athletes are scared that it will somehow, and I don't know where they're getting this idea, but it will impair their performance. Mm. Oh right. Well, I think that's I, I in Liverpool, um, the manager Klopp, he's saying like he's not he's not signing no players unless they've got the jab. Quite like, right. Quite right. He's a good man. Like I, I kind of hear that, but like when 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 what when does it come to that point of personal belief without trying to hurt others? Do you know when, what I mean? When I, I think with that, it it's down to this: if you're a big organization who relies, like Liverpool relies on the good health of its of its athletes. Yeah, yeah. And, staff. And, and staff. And staff. If you're, if any, if the actions of one person could endanger the athletes and staff and the fans and everybody else. And their families. Yeah. yeah and, and literally end up killing people. I think you go along the lines of your beliefs. You know, what what belief do you have that stops you protecting What belief allows you to put other people in danger? Because COVID will kill. You know, it's it's you're you're less likely you're less likely to die if you're you're super healthy, right? Which a lot of the times athletes are. But there's been so too many cases where people who've underlying health conditions who didn't know they had underlying health conditions have passed away. Right. Um, strong, healthy people. Um, so it's it's down to you can have your personal beliefs. Anybody can have personal beliefs, but when it's affecting other people the way that COVID does, I think it's time to. It's it's worth discussing, but I, I this is the first time in a long time where vaccinations have been a problem on yeah. such a massive scale. Yeah. And it's just because yeah. of misinformation. It's not because people have legitimate cause. And there are legitimate reasons why people might for not having to take the vaccine. Yeah. Even especially like if you look at African-Americans and what their government did to them. Um, there are legitimate reasons why you might go, I, I don't want to take the to take yeah. the vaccine. But nine times out of ten, those are due to political actions. Um, like what was yeah. done to African-Americans was a political thing. Um yeah. 
So, and I would say that people need to sort of step, take a step back and go, you know, what reasons do I really have for not taking a vaccine? What I find really interesting about anti-vaxxers is all the reasons they have for not taking it are based on conspiracy theories that just aren't true. It's not based on information that has any basis in reality, like, all oh, the government did this or this and that. It's based on stuff that's not true, like it's because they want to control us. It's so what's, so what's it? To... Huh? On that note then, sorry, going to yeah. go back to the Joe Novak thing, yeah? Sorry yeah. to cut you. you, you right. <laughs> uh, um, do you reckon he kind of, do you know, like, do you reckon he kind of feels like that, or the sub- suburban people? Because he's saying, not all of them have got vaccines, so therefore, you know, on that note of people and whatnot, we do get gassed up on yeah. new experiments and viruses and, and stuff like that because of the way the government gives the information, how they manipulate it. So people mm. are a bit less trustworthy. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I, I kind of hear it from that sense. So in a sense of when it comes to sports people and whatnot, do you reckon they feel the same like that? Like, I don't trust the government. I don't trust... I, I, I think that's no. a, I think that may be a bit of it, but I think it's more to do with the fact that they have just all they've shown is that they're just as vulnerable to bad information as as everybody else is. Um, but I, I think with, with Novak, I think it's pure ego. Um, I, I think it's something different. I think that Novak, uh, Novak Djokovic, um, yeah. he's an athlete who's he's a vegan or a vegetarian. He yeah. I can't remember which. One. Okay, he, yeah. he, he believes very much that what you put into your body is you know what you get out so you know he tries mm. to have a clean 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 living style so what yeah. he's putting into his body and he's drinking lots of water and he thinks that's the way you know because that's the way you stop all infections and diseases and all this stuff and mm. i think that he, i think he's under the impression that if you put something foreign into his body yeah something yeah. that he doesn't know what it is Although obviously you can find out, you just need to understand it, which which is difficult because obviously yeah. if you're not a scientist, it's difficult to understand what an RNA DNA yeah. um, vaccine is. But it is understandable. You can. There are people that will explain it to you. There, I've I've, I've, I've audio book on the 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 two women that did the AstraZeneca um, yeah. vaccine. So it. There are people that are there explaining it to people a bit more simply, but I think he's under the impression that if he takes something that he doesn't understand, that yeah. it will affect him as performance-wise. So I think that's, I think personally, I'm guessing here because I don't know, I don't know, and I'm not. Yeah. That's why he's, that's why he doesn't want to take it. What I don't yeah. understand is anti-vaxxers who eat chicken nuggets and Savoy's, <laughs> saying that they don't want the vaccine in their body because it's something that they don't know what's in it. Because if you've ever eaten a Savoy. No one knows what's in a Savoy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a donkey dick looking thing. And <laughs> you don't know what's in it. Right? I'd, I'd, I'd <laughs> also <laughs> say that those people who, let's say, do treat their body like a temple, um, I think it's down to scientific literacy. I, I think we haven't had a major um, disease like this for a, g- a generation. Um, until the 19, early 1900s. Yeah, and most vaccinations happened outside. Like most cases of mass disease, especially in the West, happened outside of me or yours lifetime, like measles, yeah. um, uh, whooping cough, um, all those types of things that were um, that affected and blighted people's lives are virtually gone. Like measles yeah, is probably vaccinated. Yeah, measles is virtually yeah. gone. Um, yeah. You know, lots of diseases that were in sub-Saharan 
that were passed by mosquitoes virtually gone. And I think the problem is, is that it's happening now and people are so, people are, in a way have become so comfortable with the fact that those things are gone that they think, it, it, you know, they don't realise how much of a part science... Anyone. That's right. Yeah, they, they don't realise how much of a part science plays in our health. Um, they don't realise how much science stabilised a lot of things and, and took away a lot of pain and suffering for children and, and stuff like that. And they also don't realise that... Um, how much herd immunity has protected people a lot uh, in, in, in terms of stuff like um, measles. And I can't remember what the one that's making the comeback is. Rubella? No, there's it's something else. Chicken pups or something like that. Chicken it's pups, something mumps, like chicken pups. It might be mumps, um, but it's starting to make a comeback in some parts of London because yeah. people who, um, people just aren't vaccinating their They're kids. Vaccinated, yeah. In the States, measles became a massive yeah, problem. But, yeah, but when we're younger, yeah. when we're younger... Yeah. We didn't get vaccinated as much as we do these days. You know, like growing up in the eighties. No, we did. We did. We did. Right. You just you just we got are, vaccinated we had, when you were really young. Mate, they used to give you vaccines. Well, we had the, the little jab to see yeah. if we was it. Oh, and you would have had one when you were a baby, one or two when you were, or three or four when you were a baby, and then you would have had your BC. I don't know if you still got your BCG on your arm. Yeah, yeah, you yeah I think yeah. I have. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Do you know why they don't they don't give that that kind of BCG anymore? No, like, do you know why? No, I, I never knew they stopped it. I know they, they, had they haven't stopped it. They haven't, they haven't stopped it, but they just don't do it the same way. So before, they used to line you up, get your sleeves up, and they used to go up with one gun and go pop, pop, pop. They wouldn't change the needles. Pop, pop, pop in everybody's arm, right? And that's where you get the scar because you had someone else's tissue in wait, your... Wait, 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 what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you'd have someone else's tissue. So the kid before you, his tissue, and the kid before him, that tissue got went into your skin. Oh, and that would... Do you yeah, know yeah, what? Thank you. Because I've been wondering all these years why what? has everyone got a scar from a needle prick? Like it never makes but, sense. But but that but then is the thing. They stopped it because of AIDS. Because then there was the AIDS epidemic, and then they realised you couldn't just go around popping people with the same needle. So that's why they stopped saying they, they give it differently now. It's one injection per child. So it's not it's not pop pop like that because it was like a gun. Do you remember it was like a gun? They just yeah, go, yeah, that's back, right. Back, back. That's right. Yeah. And we always need to stand all in the queue next to us, yeah. one after back, 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 back. Just yeah. Wow, that's nuts. That's nuts. That's yeah. But and and that was what BCG's three different vaccines in one in one hit. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. See now, that's the thing. When they had that that thing about the is it the MMR? Yeah. yeah. Month rubella and the measles. All in one, and they were yeah. saying it was affecting the kids, and then it turns around it wasn't, but it was. But they they're still getting it now. No, 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 no. It no. turns out it's just bullshit. Oh, all of it, it was. Was, it wasn't affecting any kids. Unfortunately, the yes. same time people the kids were given that that shot was the same time that they would show. So that you, I think you were six six to seven months old, or or a year old where the kids are, and that's when you start to see signs. The same time that they give that that shot. Is the same time you would see it in a child with Asperger's or, or other oh, right. other issues that they you'd start to see issues. So right. it's called correlation. So instead of thinking, instead of thinking, right, my kids probably got Asperger's. They've got the vaccine. They've got, but they've got Asperger's or they've got something. They thought automatically that the the, the vaccine has caused that. Well, it's not true. It's just well, that oh, it presents, right. just a presents at the same time, and it's called yeah. correlation. So that's that's what people were doing. And it's and, not and also there was the one professor, the scientist who he done he claimed to have done research into it and yeah. done a test, and he claimed that 
kids were showing autism or signs of autism. What was he it? actually did was um, his, but nobody was able to re replicate what he done, no. and it was found out that he falsified a lot of his documents. Oh wow! And a, a lot of work that he had done, and I think he got struck off for it. But the wow. anti-vaxxers have used that what he done ever since as a basis of their entire argument against it. Now, autism is something that's become more prevalent, but they think yeah. it's more that we we are able to diagnose it more. That's right. Um, than anything else, and it's always been there. It's just and autism I, takes many different it? forms. See, yeah, I thought autism was a part of. I know it's always been there, but you know, like how how society has changed, mm. our eating habits, our our motivational habits, our physical habits, our mental habits. Yeah. I think where this decreased, shall I say, um, apart from food, our food intakes increased dramatically. Um, I thought we've created these more conditions on us. No, Does that make you, sense? No. I, I, I don't have the depth science on it, but I would suggest no, if you I look into, into if you if you look into the 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 concept that we're able to one diagnose these things more, two yeah. a lot of the times these things were misdiagnosed. Um, remember, we we we've only been out of the dark ages for what four hundred years now. <laughs> Spanish were never in the dark ages, guys. We were never in the dark ages. I don't, I don't well, the <laughs> south of Spain wasn't. No, no, no. <laughs> even, even, even north of Spain, because of Toledo. You know what I mean? Because we, we because of the, the Muslim, uh, the Muslim Empire there. But anyway, mo moving on from that, it's the um, same reason. When I was a kid. No one had a nut allergy, Dan. Yes, no bro. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know why? Do you know why no one had an allergy then? Yeah, go on, go for it. Go on. Because they were dead. <laughs> and now we know that people have nut allergies, so we're really, really careful and we know how to treat it. But now loads of people have nut yeah. allergies because we go adrenaline pen, oh, you have an allergic reaction, boom, allergic rather yeah. than before it would be. Oh, that kid died really weirdly. What did he eat? No one would say what do he eat. Oh, yes, yeah, weird. Oh, I don't know what this is. He obviously had some kind of reaction. No one said, did he eat something weird? No, he ate a peanut. It's fine, isn't it? But now oh, we know yeah. people have nut allergies and we yeah. treat it. That's why lots of people got nut allergies. Oh. But before, they were dying. Yeah, they're straight up. No, So in, in some ways, how science and technology has come through and, you know, instead of, well, helping people now, isn't it, more than... Yeah. Well, we hope before. so. You know, so, you know science... No, Science is always good until it meets until it meets politics, um, and politicians and people in power. And I think yeah, it's always best to remember that, especially with this situation, that we just the people who are anti-vaxxers and stuff like that. I, I'm not. I, I've got nothing against people who are anti-vaxxers. I just think that there's a lot of people who are putting out misinformation and making a lot of money at the same time. Um, and and garnering a lot of power from this, and that's what my greatest concern is, because like most of the people who are dying at the moment are dying because they either haven't had the vaccine or they haven't had the booster. Yeah, but come um, on, and, and and that to me, they're not dying because these people aren't dying necessarily because you know um, people are stupid or whatever. It's because they they're getting misinformation from certain groups who are in, in, indulging it, and that's the saddest thing for me. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, like before we had the vaccine, there was yeah. hundreds of thousands of people dying. Yeah, from from COVID. Guess, yeah. yeah, from COVID. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now people are getting the vaccine. It's like it feels like the numbers are, are doubling, even though they're not dying as quick. Uh, it depends where you are in the world. 
Um, our numbers are coming down, depending on where you are. Hospital admissions are going up, but yeah, I think Omicron's Omicron's proving to be quite mild. Yeah, in so comparison. the the amount of people who are dying is going down. As long as you've had the vaccines yeah. and the booster, you generally you're generally all right. It's it's no. the problem. The problem is in places like the states, um, where you've got large areas like Florida, Texas, who did not and refuse to take COVID seriously. The death rate's going up, and it's yeah. largely the unvaccinated. Now, can can I throw a spanner in the works? You can, you can try. try any spanner you want. <laughs> before we before we change subject, you can try. Come on, that's cool. So, due to COVID and all that, yeah, I didn't yeah. really think it was like a an experiment that went wrong, and it and they like they test with all diseases and whatnot. They, yeah, do you know they they're always testing the units, but this one leaked on them, and they 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 walked outside and didn't realize it was half on them. Yeah. yeah, but what I have noticed is like. When I heard these people talking about this 5G thing, yeah, and I was thinking, but what I have noticed is um, the amount of electricity that we are producing around this world. Yeah. The amount of electricity, the the vibrations we're creating, yeah. Right. Now, in somewhere in the back of my mind, it's thinking because, you know, Technology is getting more. We're producing more. We're doing less. We're not stimulating ourselves. We're eating unhealthily. You know, um, we're we're creating a a sphere of electricity around us. Shall I say? You know, from our iPads to our watches to Mm. our, you know, I mean, everything all around us. We're walking mega electricity. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking, when this five G come along, is there a possibility that with all this? extra 5g on top of the 4g and everything else mm. could that make the human beings unwell for this covid thing to affect us do you know what i mean so it's not it, it, how the, 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 the scientific answer is no can i just, I'll, I'll just yeah. so scientifically speaking currently there is nothing to back that up no yeah but you um, see frequencies and whatnot you know like no no that, i understand i understand i understand what you're saying I understand yeah. what you're saying. Uh, the, there is an increase. There is an increase in in power. There's more, 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 more. There's more. A, there's more an increase in power consumption in a way. But you've got to remember now we're consuming probably less electricity than we were 30 years ago, purely because our light bulbs are more efficient. Yeah, but in the sense of, but it's on. It might be less efficient, but we're still getting it. All right, go on. Yeah. Cool, then. It's just All more right. efficient. We're not, 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 there's no, there's probably the same amount of power coming into our houses as there was probably 20, 30 years ago, purely because we're more efficiently run. We've got more efficient light bulbs, LED lights. We're not going through, through those lights. If you're talking about a frequency, like ra- you're talking about radiation, that's what you're talking oh, about. Yeah, or how our body, how our mind works on, isn't it? That is- well, the, the, main, the main problem for, for all of us, mate, is, is the, the light on our screen. Yeah, and how that yeah. affects our eyes, but that's been proven. So if you're looking at your screen a lot, yeah, you'll stay awake longer. You'll find it harder to go to sleep. So you switch your phone off for an hour before you go to bed, and then you just go to sleep normally. So yeah, I, I agree with you. At some point, they'll find out something about mobile phones, which I think is mobile phones more than anything else, which probably isn't particularly healthy. Or <laughs> let's let's face it, these things are actually quite well shielded. Well, I, so that, I don't think you're going to get loads of radiation off one of these. So what you, what you got to remember is the radiation you'll talk about is is a certain frequency, okay? And that frequency is the same frequency, it, it, like harmful radiation and harmful frequencies 
are nowhere near any of the equipment that we generally use day to day. Microwave. Okay. Yeah. Microwave. So microwave. Most dangerous thing that you could go near. Um, or radiation. They're, they're not. They're just not. They're just not dangerous to us, especially if we're using them properly. Um, and the when people talk about five G, five G is less powerful than your microwave. It's less powerful than your um, than the radiation that even comes off your TV. Yeah. So when people say 5G, they're misunderstanding that 5G is just a, a radio wave, of um, FM wave, whatever it is, that works in a slightly different way. And the reason why you see, the reason why they did so much work to put up so many towers for 5G wasn't because of trying to control this mentally. It was it was literally because Hasn't got they, the range. they work a shorter range. Uh, okay. So they're not strong. Well, well, this is why I thought... With all this electricity being pumped mm. around, there's mad little booky islands that didn't have no electricity, yeah? Mm. So I was thinking, or didn't have nowhere for boats and whatnot for people to go to the little islands for them to get COVID, yeah? yeah. So I'm thinking, how? So I've just thought, do you know, the forces in it, like the... You've gone for the Godzilla premise. Yeah, yeah, I went straight, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, And I know I was thinking too far-fetched, but I'm thinking... Through airwaves, in it, if, the, mm. if it's not going to be through me coming to your island because I can never get to you, how are you getting COVID? Do, do you see what I'm saying? Which oh no, no, we're, we're far more. The world is far more interconnected than I think you, you think it is. It's far yeah, more. Yeah, and that's what I, I'm I think, starting to realise. Tonga, I think Tonga was what, which is now unfortunately now going through a volcano. You know, they had that tsunami and now they're yeah, coming. Yeah, oh my word, I, yeah, man. They they were one of the last countries in the world to get COVID, and they only oh, got really? COVID like maybe like three four months ago. Wow. Now, guys, so I don't, I don't yeah, want, I don't want us to go too deeply down a rabbit hole on this one because we have dedicated a good portion yeah, <laughs> of no, the no. show to this. Um, Shona it's says hello. One. First of all, our listeners are saying hello. Shona says hello to you both, and um, hey, um, Cat says hello, and so does Lucy Kat. Grace Wiles. Frozen a, a big hello to all of us. Thank you to all our, our viewers and listeners. We do appreciate it. Um, um, you, you are loved. Um, you are appreciated. It's all this is like I said, Dan. You're very, you're very apparent on the show. Has started to bring in even more engagement from our audience. So Aston, congratulations, Aston Villa, Aston Villa uh, fans all around the country. <laughs> now tuning in. Um, right. So moving on, uh, we will come back to COVID in a, in a bit. But um, moving on, another story. The BBC. Okay, um, has been around wow. since I think post war. It was set up as a, a radio station for yeah, the Empire. If, oh, um, it has grown into one of the world's not biggest, but one of the world's most respected broadcasters. It has well, a really respected yeah. news service, depending on how you view it. Um, it educational uh, support is un, I think, you know. Un, unbeatable in terms of, of, of its reach worldwide. It has um, channels or radio stations banned in so many different countries uh, via BBC Worldwide and BBC Radio. It has some of the biggest entertainment shows out there, be um, EastEnders, Doctor Who, all the rest of it. But in recent years, it has come in for quite a bit of criticism. One, over, it handled, over how it handled um, Jimmy Savile. Which I, although I think that a lot of this, the the um, or didn't or didn't handle handle Jimmy Savile, <laughs> yeah. but I think that That's was right. cover for how a lot of people didn't handle Jimmy Savile, um, yeah. In general, it has recently come to criticism <clears throat> for a documentary it was going to broadcast about the royal family, yeah. 
um, which I don't believe it still it still hasn't no, broadcasted. I've been told, um, and it's it's coming to criticism for, as well for making pensioners pay for the license fee. I am on the fence on this one. I think the BBC, if reformed or at least released from the political influence of which it seems too vulnerable. Mm is a, a force for good. It is unique in the world. Like I know a lot of people think it's not um it's completely biased all the time. Um, which it has become more in recent years. I'm I'm not gonna say that uh, you know I haven't seen some of the bias. But I think it's very unique among a lot of organization that it is a public service broadcaster and it is as popular as it is, is without being uh, the only station out there um and not directly government controlled. I I think it has many failings, especially when it comes to diversity and representation. Mm. And I think it 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 started to do what it should have done ages ago and, and worked with other groups, other organizations to bring entertainment. But the question still remains: should the BBC um still have a license fee? Should people be having to pay for the BBC, especially as lots of people now no longer watch the BBC at all? Um, mm. I think it would be an absolute tragedy if the BBC disappeared or became a commercial construct, uh, even more vulnerable to the whims of very rich people, which it would do if it was if it was sold off. Yep. Um, uh, you know, what's your view, guys? I, I would be sad. I'd rather keep the BBC and get rid of the royal family, personally. But uh, what's, your, what's your take on it? If I can go to you first, uh, Daniel... Uh, do you, TV license? Are you a fan of the TV license? Um, used to be, um, but with all these, like, with all these other, it's weird um, because we'll pay for Netflix, we'll pay for Amazon, we'll pay for Disney and stuff like that, yeah. And then we cuss about paying for the TV license. Don't know why. I don't like. For it's hundred hundred pound a year, isn't it now? Yeah, one hundred and fifty-eight pound yeah. a year. Um. Now the problem with the, the I think the TV license because it's on normal terrestrial TV, mm. you know, it should come under the the concept of how Channel Four, Channel Five, and that's done. Um, I think I think BBC needs to get with the times, and I know what you're just saying about the commercial thing, and they're going to lose who and what they stand for. But I think it's the best way. Otherwise, they just have to find a way not to really charge people for TV. It's, I'm a bit stuck on it because I think it should be for free. They should find another way of getting, um, how can I put it? Funding. Yeah, money, public money in to produce these shows they're producing because some of the wages they're paying half of these people is ridiculous. I'm sorry, it's £500,000 for for a year. I'm sorry, like it's, it's nuts. I know some of them are worth it, but some of these prices are, so in some ways I think they need to restructure themselves what they really stand for to get the best thing out of it. Because where everything's all loose, they're, they're not giving the people the right thing. And I think the right thing is non-charge of license. Sorry. Okay, no, don't be sorry. <laughs> That's a perfectly legitimate uh, point of view. It's hard, because I think they should go to commercial. I really think they should just start doing adverts to mm. stop it all. So they don't come into the situation. They're not charging old people. You know, and I think as well, their political structure will be a bit more on a free base land mm. than how they are now. 
their, their government ways and what they stand for is different to Channel 5. I'm just talking about the top three, four, was it Channel 5? Well, Channel and... 4 actually gets a part of the licence fee as well. Yeah. It's, not, that, it's not a totally commercial four. entity. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's sort of in between. It was meant to be set up as an as, as um, alternative. An alternative. But oh, it's but, not... But look, it's, it's look at Channel not... 4. They're more... What's the word? Channel 4 puts two fingers up to a lot of things, isn't it? They're yeah, very outspoken. They're, they're, they're very... Uh, I will challenge your views, thoughts and ways. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm so Dan, Dan, Dan your your full reformation, right? TC. Let me let me get you in there quickly. BBC. Keep yeah, I'm a massive fan. Well, what, what, keep, what, keep what are you it. I've, I've got to say, I've got to say, pensioners are some of the richest people in this country. Without, <laughs> and I'm not all about getting all, they, yeah. not, not all of them. And I admittedly, those those that aren't well enough, well off enough should get it for free. But I'm not yeah. joking. Most most pensioners in this country generally are the ones holding the cash. Mm. You know what I mean? So, so the 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 BBC, I think it's one of those things. What it hasn't done in a long time is taken risks with their programming, which right. I feel that they're sort of hamstrung now by they need to meet this some kind of popu- this criteria of being making popular shows. Where actually the BBC should concentrate on what they were doing in the seventies and eighties, which is putting together programs and giving them time to run, like things like Fools and Horses, things like. Um, the good good life dads are things that weren't yeah, instant, yeah, yeah. you know that that yeah. because the BBC could fund this kind of programming mm. we are we're able to get classics you know amazing shows like Blackadder mm. which let's face it the first, if you've ever seen the first season of Blackadder it's god awful but the second <laughs> oh, right. season is incredible right so <laughs> it, 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 it's the BBC don't do that and they don't take the risks that they used to while Channel 4 Saying that, you know, they take risks all their time. So they, that, 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 what's that naked attraction? Oh my God. Yeah, I can't yeah. Not watch it's ridiculous. <laughs> right? But it's a risk. Yeah. You know, it's a risk. It's a format that, let's face it, if you weren't brave enough to put it out there, and that's due to the funding. So although they had adverts, is the funding that comes in from the, the, from the license fee that gives them the ability to say, we're actually not worried about complete hits. We're just going to put crazy stuff out there and see what happens. If it becomes a hit, it becomes a hit. So yeah. I think the BBC should focus on that. Should we pay for it? Yes, because it's national. The, the programs that it creates that are global successes, and yes, maybe that the, the problem with the BBC is split into two entities, isn't it? It's got the commercial section, which has nothing to do with the public broadcasting section. Right, so although right. they can sell their stuff, they don't put it back in towards their program, so that it's, yeah. it, it becomes shareholders and, and paying profit. Yeah, which that's the issue with it. So they, they make something absolutely all the you know. Um, Blue Planet, Green Planet, you know, this planet, yeah, all the all the natural instruments are incredible. All the, you know, all the what's it called, um, Jane Austen stuff that they do yeah, becomes like yeah, it will down to Nabba's ITV, but it, you know what I mean. Oh, it, it, all, it all becomes classic TV, and people are watching it. You know, you can go through their 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 comedy hits because those are the things I know the best. But they make incredible programs, and to yeah. lose that, to make yeah. it. A, Honestly, this is my main worry. The World Cup is on, right? England or someone are playing on TV, and I'm really interested in the game. And then I want the halftime analysis, that full 15 minutes of whoever's talking to give me a bit more in-depth analysis about the game. And I get freaking adverts during a football game, and I hate that. Very fair point on that. I cannot watch that on ITV. If, if the same game's on the BBC, I'll watch it on the BBC. 
I mean, Do you know yeah. what? I'll give you that. When I was watching the F1, and when it was on the BBC, loved it. But when it went to Channel 4 and I had that advert, it hurt me a lot. So yeah. I do hear you. We missed a lot of the coverage of the stuff. But the BBC, what the BBC needs, you've made some valid points there, brother. I won't lie. Yeah, I no, 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 no. You've made me rethink what I said. I won't lie. I hope so, Dan. <laughs> no, you really haven't. That's good, man. Like, so you're right. In some ways, I don't want it to go, but they've got to step up and make it more viable. And they will reform. They will reform. I, I can. You have to reform because we're living in an age of digital. You know, everybody's streaming, right? right? So. Yeah, so they can do it. They can do it. And I know they're trying to do it on, the, you know, because you get BBC abroad, which like in the, the States, you've got to pay an extra 50 quid a month for whatever it is. And you can watch it in the States. Um, oh, wow. But the, the BBC can make that money. We pay our license fee. And actually, yeah. I think maybe they need to redress it. Having a television doesn't mean that you need to pay the license fee. And maybe you need to pay the license fee if you want to get the content that is from the BBC. Yeah. Well, do you know what I mean? Which is just like that. Netflix. Yeah, uh, like, I, I think it, 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 look, the, whatever happens, the BBC is going to be very different because um, I think the from what I hear, the BBC the license fee is going to be abolished in 2027, yeah, um, and they'll get an increase in 2024, and then um, it will it will rise, and then that's it, and they'll have to negotiate whether they go full government funding, part private, or. Um, or um, subscription service. I think a subscription service would actually very much work to the BBC's advantage because well, a lot of people, a lot of people claim yeah, they I don't watch. It. A lot of people claim they'd never watch the BBC, <laughs> but I keep going around people's houses and they're watching the BBC. I, I, I don't. The but BBC, the BBC is a very, but even Netflix. I, I think yeah. Netflix, a good portion of their um, their, their product is is BBC. Um, hmm. And Amazon, a good portion of their products, BBC um, projects, which they either worked with the BBC on or they're broadcasting it. So yeah. when I hear people say they don't watch BBC, you know, some <laughs> of the big, you know, it, it, you don't watch, you may not watch a live channel, but you certainly watch a lot of their products. Yeah. Um, and I certainly don't think that, I, I, I think we need some sort of public service broadcaster. I think that the BBC, if it had become a lot more diverse than it is, it probably would have had a much wider, younger audience than it currently has. And it was never able really to do that. But as it stands, I, I'd like to keep the fee, but if we get rid of it, I, I want something in place. It doesn't mean that it, it disappears. I think the BBC, like I said, I'd rather, I'd rather pay my license fee than keep the Royal Family. Um, right, moving on. Oh, speaking, sorry, speaking of Royal Family, um, Prince Andrew. <laughs> Prince Andrew has had all his titles removed. Um, yep. except that's, that's not Prince. all he needs removing. Um, <laughs> he's got a case coming up. Uh, like a lot of mm -hmm. you must know the case, but basically, he's been accused of sleeping with a young lady who was 17 at the time, I believe, mm -hmm. um, yes. who was a victim yeah, of no. uh, trafficking. Um, yep. Now, I don't know the full details on it. I did get a lot of information when the, when the story broke about Giselle, the BBC yep. actually had someone on there who they shouldn't have had on there. And made all sorts of claims about um, the young lady bringing the case against Prince Andrew. Yeah. A lot of people think he's going to fight the case. I don't think he will fight the case. I think he will settle, which is why all his titles are being removed. Because next year is the Jubilee. Why he's selling all his houses. Yeah. Next year is the Jubilee. Next year is the Queen's. It'll be her 100th yeah. birthday. He's not invited, Curse. 
Yeah, and it'll be a jubilee. I think a silver jubilee. And um, that's not this year, though. Next, no, this year. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. So yeah, it'll be this yeah. year. All these things are happening. Or next year, mm-hmm. I, I can't remember. But he's not going to want to be in a court with that sort of situation happening. So I think he's probably going to settle. And that's probably another reason why all his titles are being... Platinum. Just I've Googled it, Curtis. It's a platinum jubilee. And is it this year or next year? Yeah, Yeah, this year. Yeah, so... so... He's been removed from military and all that, yeah? Yeah, he's he's lost all his titles. He's lost all his um, military. They've all reverted to the Queen. So I think it's going to be interesting... um, what happens from here on in? I'm of the opinion he's going to settle. I look. I don't know what Prince Andrew done. Uh, at the very least, he's 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 shown himself not to be a very clever man. Um, which you know. Could well, he's obviously, he's obviously not. He's obviously not clever. Supposedly one of his. Yeah, that's right. He, I bet he was off his nut that night, doing so many drugs or whatnot, pissing allegedly, about. Allegedly, 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 Dan. But what happens? <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Allegedly, yeah, Dan. I believe. In in that circumstance, for him not to remember and not say, you he might not have been doing the things he said he was doing. Do you know what I mean? Because it doesn't look good the way he's tried to cover up himself or not admit or did. Well, admit. He didn't cover himself up with her, did he? No. Allegedly. <laughs> um, so that the issue is right that this yeah. is now this is when you're talking about someone who's not smart. His his friend come you know is is being nicked and is is an accused paedophile. Right, mm. so what does he do to go over to make sure that, like, you know, no one attaches him? Instead of going like, "I can't talk to you, mate. You're you're a pedophile. I can't talk to you." What he does, he goes flies over and spends four days with him, telling him, "I can't be friends with you anymore because you're a pedophile." Four days in his house. That's crazy. That's just nuts. That, 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 that exactly. You, know exactly. You, you can do that over the phone or send an email. Mate, well, you, mate, you, just, what you just do is you ignore his phone calls and you reply, yeah. and this is what you reply: "Fuck off, you pedo." <laughs> part of my language part of my language part, part of my language um, yeah but it was accepted under the circumstance because yeah man uh, um, attitudes like that will get you angry because it doesn't make no sense in why you would put yourself knowing who you are and what you stand for yourself it doesn't make sense why you would run over to a house or someone what, what, that. what really worries me is that these girls are about the same age as his daughters yeah that's what worries me, mate. Oh, wowza. Do you know what? In all of this, I forgot about his daughters, you know? I won't lie, because I'm, I'm amazed the press haven't mentioned them or anything like that. They've mentioned them a few times, just... but they haven't gone into it too deeply. I think, you know, at the end of the day, this is still very much a, a royal establishment country, and yes. nobody really wants to annoy the royal family, which is why yeah. Meghan and Harry made good whipping boys for... Uh, I remember Fergie, Fergie, his time. ex-wife, was, was a horrible beast at the time. They, they were like, slagging her off all the time. Yeah, and now, guess what? guess what? She seems to be a very sensible, intelligent woman to go two fingers to him and, and like, say, do one, Savaloy. Yeah, yeah, for real. Well, she's back in the firm, isn't she? She's actually defending Fergie. Andrew. Yeah, she's she's back in the firm. Um, wow. But okay, right. So, uh, moving on, as you do. Um, Trans rights. Were we there? <laughs> right, no, right, okay. Um, so, basically, they've started banning trans athletes from competing in schools with girls. Um now, you know, trans rights is always a difficult one. There's been a lot of new stories about uh, it with, um, I think, Harry Potter franchise. They've just announced a new film 
um, in the fights of um, oh, J.K. Yeah. Rowling, where one of the characters might be trans. I mm. know a lot of people struggle with it. I used to, but I have a simple rule. If you don't I, understand I, it, if you don't understand it, just ask ask somebody who's trans or mind your oh, business. Oh, uh, you know, talking about Harry Potter. I still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think at the end of the day, this is one of those subjects that, again, it's like the um, the communist panics of old. I know it's not easy to understand. Yeah, I know it's not straightforward. Why would anybody want to change sex? Why is anybody doing this? Um, you know, but it's not. It's, it's just mind your business. It's yeah. literally none yeah. of your business unless you're, you're you're an actual trans person or you're in a relationship with a trans person. It's none of your business. They can't do no harm with you. It's like I've I've said this on the show before. The the first panic they started was about toilets, right? So if you go into a toilet um, and it's a it's a mixed sex toilet, yeah, yeah. that um unisex toilet that that was oh why should we have unisex toilets you've got one in your house i mean every, right. you know, it's, it's, it's not anything that's new to us and i'm not saying i found it easy to understand when i was a kid but i was a kid and now i'm an adult i'm like yeah. it's not a, if you don't understand it it's none of your business how you what your I, opinion is on trans what? people Hold on, do you know what I understand? Just, that... just two seconds. Yeah, no, two right. seconds. I'll lay do your monologue. One, one, there's no evidence that trans people are taking over women's sports. Two, when they keep going about trans people beating um, uh, non trans women, they seem to always miss out that they're not doing this in major sports. This isn't happening in any major sports that trans women are at the top of the pile. And it just seems to be that people. Trans people are easy targets because trans people have so few rights um, that are guaranteed by law. And I think it's going to end up being an absolute tragedy if we don't as a society grow past this. Um, but yeah, that, that's just my thing. TC, boom, what's your... What's your... I was going to say, um, the toilet thing, I, I don't understand why men care about same-sex toilets. I don't I don't get it. Yeah. I understand why women might might worry about it. Yeah, that's right. I understand why, not so much. I will say, if you're trans, I mean, let's face it, it's it's a lot of hassle becoming a woman or becoming a man. Do you know what I mean? It's not something that it's easily done. So if you yeah. want to be be that fair plate, you know, because I don't think I could go through the stress of yeah. doing doing it. So it's very difficult. Um, what do you want to say? It's not a subject. I don't, and I'm very honest here, I don't know really any trans people. Um, well, and if I did, I'd like to have that. You're right. That I know of. You're right. Oh. That I know of. But I mean, I'd like to have that discussion. But well, time, time, right. one day. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say that, you know, but you're right. The only thing is, if you don't understand it, you ask the question, you know? So can you, it's like without trying to be like a patronizing idiot, you know? But, but it's, uh, it's not. It's difficult, isn't it? I don't. It is because I think the, I suppose the information's I'm lucky. I suppose I'm lucky that I'm comfortable in the body that I'm in. Yeah, yeah. comfortable. I've got. I've carried a bit too much weight, but I'm comfortable as oh, in. Yeah. You know, I'm well, okay looking like this. <laughs> well, what's this? I've got. I've got a gay mate. Yeah. Dan, remember no. we're live on here. <laughs> yeah. I've got a mate that is. How do I? Oh, I've got a mate that's gay, innit? That's it. Cool. You know what I mean? Sorry if I put but it in that's, the wrong that's, that, that's not that's not that's not transgender. 
They're just no, gay. No, no, but what it is is what it is is yeah. he likes the transgender community a lot. Now yeah. I talk to him, I have conversations, but I'm trying to understand what is it. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm trying to understand what is it he likes. He can't really explain because he goes a bit too graphic and too deep where I can't understand. Being the person that I am, um, it's a bit too much in the way of how he explains it, he gets hyped. So he goes out and he, he likes partying with the transgender. Now, I try and ask him about certain situations. Do you know, like, when we come to sports or it comes to things like that, and all he can say is, because of the, the limelight it is, it's hard for them to express who they want to be because the stigma against it makes them not want to, you know, be themselves during the day. Mm. Yeah. So my mate David, there's not many people <laughs> I've exposed. Don't mention names. Don't mention names. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I've just exposed. Anyway, it's all cool. Um, so my mate, anyway, he um, he tries to explain to me that it's not easy for him, being a gay man in this world, to be the mm. person he is, yeah? Yeah. Um, but then, as well, I'm going to show you off, you know, blood. Um, but um, it's, it's, it's hard. So the other day, I was watching... Me and my friend here, we was watching, um, we was watching, what's that program I was watching? What program? That program with the dating thing. First dates, we was watching first dates. Yep. And yep. one of the, one of them, one of the couples was a transgender girl. Yep. And she's with this other guy and it seemed like it was going all right. The date looks cool. She looks like a, a lady, but she had the, the privacy was of a man. Yeah. Now. When she was, she went to the ladies' toilets, all cool. No one can tell no difference. But they were being honest. And when she spoke, she said to the guy, I'm, well, she said, like, she's a, she's a transgender from birth. Now, he seemed cool about it. And they seemed like they got on and everything like that. And it was nice understanding hearing a story from her view. But the thing she was saying is, every time she goes on a date and she tells people, she mm. never sees them or hears from them ever again. And it's hard to fit in to get certain friends and for society to understand that she's just the same as any other person. But it was the first time I've seen something like that on a TV. Do you know that? Mm. With, yeah. with a dating thing to... So it kind of opened my eyes up to, you know, we're all just the same. We all want love in our own way. We're all yes. trying to be our own normal person. But with the, I don't know, I was going to say society or how we grow up and live, we're all, we all put things into rabbit holes and boxes and categories mm. which yeah. by doing that no one no like what's this would you know i'm sitting in a wheelchair now isn't it mm. we all just think all of us are just sitting down normal do you know what i mean would you know so, that apart from wearing a jump i'm naked <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> until, yeah exactly so until then we all just thought we're just all normal people sitting down but otherwise than that we could be dressed up or wearing or nothing yeah. at all so it's that category of trying to understand who we are for the society to just accept it, which is, I think we're all angry and I don't think it will happen soon. I, I, I think, oh, I I think you're right, Dan. It's, it's not going to happen soon, but it, it will get better. And what I would add to what you said is you mentioned something that I wanted to say um, in that a lot of trans people will describe it as they were always female or male. It's just their bodies weren't, they always felt that they were the opposite sex or they yeah. were in the wrong bodies. And that's yeah. the important thing to remember here. It's not about how, too many times it's about how we feel about it. And it's because yeah. society's given us very narrow 
definitions of who we are and what we yeah, are. That's right, that's right. And a lot of the time, there's people who are born both sexes, there's people who are, you know, yeah. it's all nature does plays a totally different game um, mm. from how people see it. There's homosexuality in nature. Animals have very strange relationships with each other that we, we, we weren't taught when we were young. We were taught by two by two on the boat, and that was yeah, it. Yeah. But it, it, that it, work? it's nature, man, woman, everything else, man. Yeah, complex. that's right. Yeah. And, and what you said was clearly it. We've been taught to be such a certain way for the benefits of society. Um, we've been taught intolerance. Yeah, we've been taught intolerance of not only ourselves, but each other. Yeah. And that's yeah. really what the problem is. And until we get past that, it doesn't get better. But I always have that thing called Star Trek that gives me hope. <laughs> Hopefully it will well, yeah. give us all more hope as we go along. What, what I had a comedian, I can't remember, it's Russell, Russell Howard, I want to say, Russell yeah. Howard. And he was doing a thing about um, kids being taught um, transgender rights and um, LBG. TQ, uh, yeah. I get, I get lost, but you know about about basically different sexes and you know how people see themselves, yeah. and all all these people, all these parents and groups, you know, um, saying it's not right. You shouldn't be teaching them these things. And he pointed out they're teaching kids tolerance. They're not teaching them positions. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> as as in, you know, what I mean, they're not, not teaching them how to be gay or how to be lesbians or how to be anything else. What they're teaching them is tolerance, and that. Is what you need to take away from this. Yeah. Do you know do what I mean? I like that there. That's do you know what you've just shown the positive out of the negative that like the narrow-minded thing we get shown or taught or to perceive. Do you know what I mean? Straight away, people were telling they went for the negative part of that instead of educating what the kids were getting from it, instead of yeah, tolerance. Which, which brings me back to it at the end of the day, like I said, treat people how you want to be treated. That phrase is such a powerful phrase, but when you think about it, that's what it means. It means that don't it's a treat basic people... Christian thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um so yeah, so that that was what came up. And that like I said, I've always felt quite strongly about this sort of stuff. I, I'm not gonna say I've been perfect on it. Um I remember being homophobic when I was much younger. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but I grew out of that. And it's been very interesting to see that actually, the, especially coming from the Afro-Caribbean community, how big a part it played in the um, gay rights movement and the transgender movement and all these types of things. And that history that's been hidden, not just from the general populace, but from us as well. And I just think yeah. if we, if, if people weren't just open-minded, but went out and learned a bit more, let's see that these moves against transgender people is doing the work of very hateful people who don't care. And uh, those yeah. people need to mind their business uh, more than interfering in the lives of others. But that's my opinion. Uh, we're running out of time quickly, so we're gonna we're gonna bounce through the next few stories rather quickly. Um, if that's all right with you, gents. But um, uh, basically, what? there was a story that broke, obviously during the week, about Boris and his parties. Now, it's blown up for a lot of people. A lot of people are very annoyed about it. Some people aren't. But I just want to get your, your opinions on it really quickly, gents. I don't want to keep you up too late. But um, essentially, do you think Boris should go or not? And do you think that the parties are a good enough reason for it to happen? And who would re who would you replace him with? Um, Daniel, are you all right to come on this one first? Um, no, go on. I spoke last. Go on, T. That's cool. I'll right. jump to last. I've got to say, I could probably spend an extra half an hour on this if you want, curse. <laughs> okay, well, let's roll with it. If, if we're all right, we can, we can hit it. So the party's happened. Right. 
number one, Barty's happened. Like, but the, the question is, will he go? And he will only go if he's forced. He will not step down. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because yeah. just like Novak Djokovic, he gets preferential treatment. Um, should he go? Yes. But for a multitude of sins. Not just one. Mm. He's like constant. Do you know what yeah. I mean? He's like constantly yeah. he's the British public over and over again. And yeah. it's not just about the parties. It's about Brexit. It's about, I mean, you name it. Literally, yeah. what he said in that first COVID meeting was like, some of you will die, but that, that he didn't say, <laughs> by the way, this is like Lord Farquhar from Shrek, but he basically said this statement. Because um, some, of you, some of you will die, but I'm perfectly happy for that to happen. It's a, it, was, it was a risk I'm willing to take. So yeah. should he go? Yes, mate. He should have gone ages ago. Yeah, will he? No. no. Because at the moment, he's seen as a, he's a party win. Now, I hope lots of people are hitting their current um, Tory MP and saying that they want, they want him out. And writing to him, but we'll go. I don't know, mate. The thing is, I can guarantee you this this is not the last leak. <laughs> there are more parties, and there's more things happening. But the problem for him is this one the Queen was burying her, hus- her husband, she sat there alone in Westminster C- Cathedral as he was being buried, right at his funeral, while he and his gang were having parties. Mm. Every Friday, they were having Friday drinks. That's so and that's the problem for him. That's, that's the yeah. problem, isn't it? That's the problem because the problem for him is that is that sorry, I've got to move. Um, the problem for him is that um, uh, what's it called? He makes himself as this mad, mad pat, pat, you know, wave flag waving patriot. Um, and unfortunately, what's happened here is that. He don't give a he don't give a monkey about the he doesn't give a monkey about the queen. Actually, he lied to pro parliament incorrectly. So, you know, he lied about Barnard Castle. I mean, there's a plethora of things this man's done that make make him not fit for office. You know, and who would have thought that the man who cheated on his wife while she was having chemotherapy? Oh my yes, yeah. Jennifer Curie, right? He said nothing happened between her and him, and he gave her loads of contract when he was, he was mayor of London. Well, it turns out they were having an affair. She, she put it in the newspapers, they were having an affair. She released it. There's nothing that He was given her contracts. He was given her paying loads of money. Yeah, that's he was, right. He, yeah. he was going round her, her house for IT lessons. <laughs> I mean, he, he was getting it. I'm not sure he was getting IT. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, remember, I remember when Jennifer Curie, she actually appeared on, I think, Good morning, Britain. Man. And they could have gotten the truth out of her at that point, but they decided to treat her like the enemy. And I was like, you don't do that to someone. Boris misused his power. He misused his relationship with her to get so, you know, to get like business for her. And so he could get in her knickers. And the press turned on her for it. And I'll never, I've never seen such more disgraceful reporting than when it came to that woman. Hey, he's a golden boy. Boris Johnson is someone that when people's relatives were dying, and remember when this happened as well, you know, people are thinking in the context that it happened recently. It was when it was really bad when this first started happening and they first started putting down the rules that people's relatives were dying, people weren't able. Remember the Queen? Was yeah, sat there on her own. That's the one. You know, this is the type of thing that people need to remember. That this was do. There was this was happening at the at the peak of 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 when people were facing the COVID challenge, 
all the mental health problems people have got, gone through. He keeps trying to take credit for the rollout. It was the NHS and its team. He took credit for Brexit making the the vaccine development faster. And that's, that's rubbish because it wasn't because it was under EU. It was enabled by the EU, by the regulations that Britain had already signed up to. And it's yeah. just another example of how I, I think Boris has had a honeymoon period longer than most. And although people keep going, the public will forgive him for it. It's the press who've been covering for Boris Johnson. Yeah. They've been doing it ever since he was mayor of London. He's the worst mayor of London. And believe me, at the time, there was only two mayors we had. And he was literally <laughs> the worst mayor of London. He, he wasted money. He <laughs> literally bought the Boris bus, made it oh, the yeah. most expensive bus that it ever had on a, a network that had to be replaced in the end. Um, because it didn't have air conditioning units on it. So people were literally cooking on the bus. <laughs> The Boris bike system became the most expensive in Europe. No, but when the, when the bike started, started by Ken Livingston at first. They were. No, the, they were originally his idea, but Boris concept, got to yeah. slap his name on it. And obviously oh, he right. um, spaffed oh, more right. money up the wall. You know, he yeah. left London's finances in an absolutely terrible state that Sadiq Khan yeah, has had to deal with. And people, again, people keep giving Boris leeway. And I just, oh. there's something about him. I don't know what his charisma. It seems like men want to be him and women want to sleep with him. And that's all it takes. To I, I don't see how. The guy doesn't brush his hair. He mumbles, yeah? He goes back on his words. He's very, like, the, the thing about the Conservatives, even in the PM questions, they know how to kill off a, a, a question in the people. Do you know what I mean? They're good like that. They know how to end... The, mm -hmm. And that's the only thing I see positive about them is because they can kill off something if they don't want to answer it now. But this guy has made constant mistakes, especially for this COVID thing. It's just repeated, giving out the loans, the PPE, staying in, you can't stay oh, in, go work, you can't yes. stay in. We it's haven't even talked about the PPE. He needs to go and get the hell. It's ridiculous, isn't it? He needs it now. He's, he's used up his nine lives. There's no more ace cards. Um, <laughs> the, the, the disrespect. He's shown to people, his wife, the Queen, everyone, the, the respect he showed to the country, the, apolo the weak apology and still denying half of it, getting this report for the report to say that it was all a lie in the first place, but we need a report to say that is with... Uh, <laughs> well, look, look, Dan, that's, that's the other thing, isn't it? The other thing is that... Um, what was I going to say to you? He, that, he, the, the PP scandal, and that he, he set up this thing around him where they're just making money. They're taking taxpayers' money mining your money and they're plugging yeah. it into their own investments you know the fact that they could the track and trace thing which i think i think yeah, were, oh my gosh yes so per, per person that they that they managed to track and trace cost i think something like five hundred and eighty thousand pounds per person it was what? that inefficient. That that, so it's that, that bad a system that doesn't work that most people could buy a house off it maybe not in London, <laughs> you could buy a house in it do you know what I mean? So oh. they, they, they plowed money into their own pockets. Yeah. For yeah. some reason, he yeah. is like, almost like a Teflon Don. It's the thing about the Queen. That might be the killer for him. Because yeah. it's the Queen. Every Conservative CIU club mm. has got a picture of the Queen in as you walk in. Oh, right. Gotcha. Right. So they the hold a very country. highly great, remarkable yeah, to mate, a... I'm, I'm, not a royal, I'm not a royalist, but, but you know, I respect that woman. 
Yeah, you know, I life that, service yeah. and all that stuff. I understand what she did in the war, and yeah, I know yeah, she yeah. worked for mint. She tried to keep the country strong through some madness of whatnot for uh, the years. She's just stayed once she's just been there. Now, we're, we're right or wrong. I mean, I'm not about I'm not about monarchy. I'm not a monarchist. Yeah, I hear you. I totally hear that. But I understand that. I respect that one. Now, whether I've been talked to respect her because that's what was on the telly and the news. That's the only thing that I can see that kill him off. The other problem is that the poor, the person that's been appointed to investigate this has been appointed. Can you guess by who's appointed that woman to, to investigate <laughs> Boris Johnson? What their own team? No, no, Boris Johnson's appointed her. <laughs> and there is no one that can make him go. He decides what happens. Oh, right. And so what he they... can hold on to the report. He can hold on to that report for six to eight months. Is it? So what, the yeah. bank benches can't force him out, no? Can't force him out. Only, only, only general election can, which is happening, what, next year, is it, Curse? Oh, is it? I thought yeah. it was about four well, years. Um... The, or um, 53 votes the mid, from the, the, from the 1922. Uh, um, the local elections. Yeah, the local elections. So he can only be forced out if he gets a vote of no confidence, really. Right. So it's up to them. The thing about the Conservatives is they're really good at killing off their own leaders. Yeah. Fact, yeah. I can't think of a Conservative government that been, hasn't been killed off by their own by their own party. That's what I mean. Earlier, like, they, they are wicked. They're killers. They are real killers. And they know how to finish off a person yeah. if they need to, like... It's, yeah. That's not so easy. So ain't that? But that that's like the police getting the CPS to do their things, isn't it? Like, because ain't the CPS made of ex-policemen and women in a way? Mm. Yeah, but it should be to the highest standard. Like the CPS is like it's a good system. If it oh, works, yeah. Oh, I haven't been too fond of them. It's meant but to be to the bad. highest standard. Yeah, so, yeah. What makes me oh, worry about this is um, even with the. Um, the growing scandal, if you will, Labour's only, I think, nine points in the lead. Um, it doesn't say a lot about the nation, Curtis. Yeah, which, yeah. which you know, yeah, it, that's... it's not a lot. And also, Curtis Starmer has accused Boris of, of breaking the law. Mm. And what I find interesting about this entire situation, in fact, is that um, the only court case, there's no investigations going on for, for all of this, except one. Um, does anybody want to take a guess who's been investigated? Well, uh, I, well, I and when I say investigated, I, I mean in terms of the Tory party who's been investigated. Oh, what's his name? The guy who went to the castle? Nope. Dominic, no, no. Dominic Collins, not Dominic Michael no? Gove. Yeah. No. Um... The only person being investigated is Sean Bailey. Uh, Sean Bailey being the Tories' the first, um, yes, being the candidate for what? London Mayor last year before last, is yeah. the only person currently being investigated by the Metropolitan Police. I, I hope both of you don't. Can I just say, I hope both of you don't take offence to what I'm about to say, but I believe <laughs> that's called Operation Black Shield. <laughs> South Park, yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. It probably is. Just, just like, you know, have you heard what Boris Johnson has called his operation to save him? It's called Operation Save Big Dog. Yeah, and I heard Operation Red Meat. Like, what on earth? <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, I, 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 I hope people have seen how corrupt this government is. But also, no, I, no. I, I'm going to do my rally, rallying cry to you all. Get involved in politics. Join. I don't care. Look, Labour. Labour is my sort of my party. But at the end of the day, 
join whichever party suits your politics, uh, but join a party and do it now. Please um, don't things things don't are changing. What's that? Please don't let it be UKIP or UK independence or any of those really heavy UK I ones. Said join a party, not uh, oh, the national. Just just join because um, there's there's change coming, but it's only going to happen if, if people stand up. And the press is making it seem like you've got no reason to get out there and vote. It doesn't matter. Okay. Labour aren't the only party out there. I'm supporting my no. local Labour MP because he's a damn good MP. Yeah, he's, a good, but, he's actually a good man. Yeah, he's a good man. But that doesn't mean I have to support the rest of the um the other party, the the um Tories. I I I do what I wish to do, and that's support my local MP. All I'm saying is get out there, people, join your parties, influence your parties, talk to your MPs, because an election is coming uh, sooner or later. And and with the amount that Boris won by the last time, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins again. And even yeah, though Labour have got a nine percent lead in the in the post in the polls, we still have twenty percent of the population that refuse to get vaccinated. So I, you know, as much as Boris, will they refuse to vote? Yeah. Um, well, the vast majority of people have refused to vote. So you know, just just get out there, influence people, talk to people, and, and get your vote out there for when the election does eventually come our way. Now, I always like to try and end the show on a more positive note. Um, and I have two of them for you. <laughs> the, the, news can, the news can get really, really dark. Um, and there was one other story we were going to do, actually, which isn't very positive. But the fact that there was supporters clashing with police in Melbourne in support of, of Novak. And I don't get that. It's like, what, what do you think is going to happen? Like, of all the protests you can protest, what, like, they're going to go, oh, well, you can play the tennis. The people are rioting, so let's, let's get the tennis game. But that's not the story I had for you. I've got two positive stories. Now, what isn't, what people don't really talk about a lot of is, um, is the Netherlands and their colonial past, of which was vast. They actually had the um, Dutch East India and Dutch West India Company, I believe, which was two layers. Massive part in slavery. Um, they are starting, especially their museums, to look at what happened and what was done. Um, but, you know, it's a long process. But they, the Dutch king is to retire. They had a golden coach, which had slavery images on it, which they're going to mothball now yeah. um because it glorified their colonial past and i think when it comes to uh, you know I've, I've been very conciliatory towards um people in the past but in terms of europe's colonial history i have no um conciliation for you it's disgusting um yeah it's colonial history is disgusting it is horrible it is it is it's disgraceful and i think that um it needs to be fessed up to uh, the French, or especially, um, they opened up a museum a couple of weeks ago, and they, they, they it's basically a museum of everything that's stolen from Africa and South America and everywhere, and they call it the Chirac Museum because they couldn't call it primitive arts because clearly that's racist, or they couldn't call it everything we stole from um, <laughs> everything we stole from everybody. And we're talking about stuff on the scale of the uh, Elgin marbles, which was was taken from Greece. But literally, like art, statues, 
uh, weapons, all stolen from African and, and South American countries in 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 French museums, and um, but Europe in general has this very dark history that I think it needs to fess up to, and stop pretending like um, Africans have a chip on their shoulder. It's disgusting. That carriage was disgusting, but the Netherlanders, yeah. the Dutch, have decided to get rid of it, which I think is a really nice nice story. But also my other story out there was well it's really a video i'll try and put it on there but it's joe rogan being shown to be an idiot again <laughs> it's always to me quite a lot of fun joe rogan's a known anti-vaxxer doesn't know how to read data he's in an interview he gets told he's wrong changes his what he's saying and gets told he's still wrong reads the data that shows he's wrong and then um and then denies the data's legitimate I keep saying to people, do not listen to Joe Rogan. I don't care how well-spoken he comes across. I don't care if he's got the odd good podcast. The man is a threat to intelligence and decent and honest discourse. And he can have as many bro followers as he wants. And people can sit there and go, I did a really good podcast. I don't care if he cooked fish and chips in 20 seconds and managed to sit down and eat them, the man's a threat to everything we hold sacred about intelligence and conversation. And he's, he's, I, I personally believe that he's probably led to more deaths of people who listen to him about COVID than a lot of other people are. He has amazing amounts of influence and has decided to misuse it. So if you can catch that video, I'll put it on the uh, our, our page so you can see it. Because I think it's very important to see how, how deceitful he's been. Um, and that's not allegedly, he's just been incredibly defeatful, delete, um, deceitful. And it's unfortunate that a lot of other people have started to copy his style and format. But he's responsible for a great deal of the, the, the misinformation out there. Um and that's it. I think that's there, there were a few other stories that we do, but they're quite small. They're quite small stories. And again, we might cover them again in future shows. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. I hope you, especially all our Aussie listeners, enjoyed the little pat on the back we gave you um for being ultimately amazing. Um and I, I hope we, we come back for more. There's lots of stories we'll be back with next week. Uh, guys, is there anything else you wanted to? Was there anything that came across your your tables this week that you wanted to mention before we go? No, I think we covered it. Um, no, I'll probably finish and then come back half hour later. Say, you're more than welcome to join us next week or the week well, after. Well, whenever no, you're thanks about. for having us, boys. I've really enjoyed the session today. It was good. Um, so I do really do appreciate. Yeah, hopefully I can come back and. You know, have a good conversation with you and the public again. It'd be nice. So thanks for having us. Thank you. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. This is the latest episode of The Global Frequency. Uh, Share it. um, Tell the world. Please (laughs) listen to the podcast online. Uh, we've got loads of past episodes there, which I'm sure you'll enjoy. Global Frequency. Global Frequency. This is the 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 global frequency.